Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. And you know what? It keeps on giving. Um, quite incredible. I'm Biz Paul. I'm here in the UK, the focus of the world right now. And I'm joined by uh, my good friend, Felice Jones, over in the USA. Hey, Paul. How <laughs> is life in the UK today? Well, well, it's very exciting here in the UK, Felicia, I can tell you. It's one of those days that we get, hmm, well, once every couple of years now, uh, it's New <laughs> Prime Minister Day. Yay, and you have a woman Prime Minister. Isn't that a good thing? It de- it depends. I mean, is it good that she's or is it good that she's a woman? I mean, I'm I'm look, this is the third female prime minister that we've had. How many female leaders have you had? Uh zero. Yeah, big round number, isn't it? Um Yeah. Yeah. So it's the third one. Unfortunately, they're all in the wrong party in my opinion. But there but there we go. But um it's a big day here in the UK and yes, we are recording this on a Monday, live as it happens, as this sort of, well, I would say breaking news, but it happened about seven hours ago, um, uh, about there being a new prime minister. So we're going to get into everything about Liz Truss that we know and what we can find out and uh, make sure that anyone listening from overseas understands a bit more about this woman and what she's likely to do or not do and how that may improve or unimprove relations with uh, global friends um, and enemies so um, but we'll get into that so before that let's let's hand it over to you why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on over in the US and any other place that you care to talk about well first we have to talk about why we didn't record last week so you got to tell everybody what happened uh, <laughs> I can't remember what happened you forgot your laptop at work. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. God, was, that, was that last week? Oh, my goodness. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, well, things things move fast here. Um, yeah, well, I left my laptop in the office at work. Yeah. And then yeah. um, that was that. Did we try and record the following day yeah. as well? And we couldn't do that either. We tr- yeah, we tried to record the following day, but there were people coming to the house and I couldn't. Um, I didn't have time, so we ran out of time. So we said, we'll just move it to Monday. And today is Labor Day here in the United States. So it's a holiday. Ah, right. Now, remind me. I know we we get an update every year on um, (laughs) what holidays are what. But remind me what Labor Day is about. It's about celebrating laboring. What, going into (laughs) labor or? No, no, working, working. It's to celebrate people who work, you know. So, okay. So is it celebrating workers or is it celebrating yes. the fact that you can go to work? So I'm trying to get a sense of this. Is this a socialist uh, <laughs> holiday or is this a capitalist holiday? It's supposed to celebrate workers. <gasps> That's so socialist. How can that be a holiday oh, you, in the oh, US? You can't say that out loud. You, can't, you cannot say that out loud. That is not allowed <laughs> anymore. Because... Last week, I'll give you the, okay, here's the quick update on the United States. So last week, uh, President Biden um, announced loan, uh, student loan forgiveness um, up to $20,000 for people who received federal um, loans and people lost their shit over this. And uh, it's been quite interesting. A lot of people say, you know, you're irresponsible for taking out a loan to go to school. Nobody should pay for it. Um, now you're ruining the economy by p- 
paying off people's loans. And, and amazingly enough, there are a lot of people with like hundred thousand dollars of student loans saying, I don't want a government handout. And it's like, so you're just going to stay broke. Okay. That's cool. Uh, and, and now, you know, the, 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 um, marketing from the Republican side is, you know, you have farmers. Why do farmers have to pay for some slacker barista who got a liberal dance theory degree? Why should somebody mm -hmm. pay for their loan? And um, so it's causing all kinds of problems, you know, kind of downing people who have, you know, uh, non-corporate jobs. And then, of course, people out in the farmland are like, so you think farmers don't have college degrees? So it's it's been it's been interesting seeing how people are reacting to this. And of course, a lot of people are saying, you know, where was this energy when we sent millions and millions of dollars over to Ukraine and all these other countries? But, you know, people like that's different. And yeah. also, and of course, the PPP loan, which is uh, the loans that they gave businesses during the pandemic, which was about 300 million, which were all forgiven. But somehow that is different than the 20 million people who will only get $10,000 toward their student loans. Mm. So... So that's where we are. And I'm pretty sure something else has happened that I forgot. Oh, <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi, one of the, the a capital in the state of Mississippi has no running water. And somehow, some way they've been sent tons and tons of money to the state, but the state said, you know what, just boil it and the water is black if you do Ew. have some. Yeah, so that's what oh. we're dealing with. We do not have clean water, but you know, do you and need, people say that's like their problem. Well, do, do, does the US need, um, I'm thinking like a telethon or uh, <laughs> so, so, like yeah. a charity, a charity single. Um, Probably. The world for, you know, Africa for USA, <laughs> maybe. Oh, we world. are the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only a certain age group remembers that song, don't they? I know. Yeah. Well, I we had the album. There, uh, <laughs> do you I know, had the album I in had... the house. I actually played it on Spotify the other day. I don't know why it came into my head. But I was <laughs> like, come on, let's listen. USA for Africa. Because the only reason that that single existed was, was because um, the UK had done one. And they didn't want to feel... Uh, yeah. They oh, didn't I didn't feel know the UK like, had done one. What? Band-Aid? No, do they know it. it's Christmas? Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's a, it's a classic, do they know it's Christmas? But now you have to say... Really? You look, yeah, you look back at it. You look back at it, this was done before USA for Africa, right? Mm -hmm. Same concept, British uh, pop stars and all this, right? Go go and find Band-Aid, USA for Africa, uh, sorry, Band-Aid, Do They Know It's Christmas and listen to the lyrics and think, okay. oh, this is not, ac <laughs> this is not acceptable uh, these days. Uh, I mean, uh -oh. the, the, the sentiment I think was, was right. They wanted to raise a lot of money to help the famine in Ethiopia, but it goes on about you know, um, the only rivers are their tears and, um, you know, do they, do they know it's Christmas? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it kind of hip hypocritical, the, the UK singing and trying to save people in Africa? Well, it is rather, <laughs> it is rather, it is rather, um, but like, like I said, it's like, it's like the United States trying to, you know, make an album to save people in Central America because we have, you know, wreck that place. But okay. Yeah, I think I think in their in their mind they weren't necessarily thinking about that. Uh, so that's why I said the sentiment <laughs> was 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 good. And I guess they might go well. The family was Ethiopia, so that was Italian. 
the Italians. Oh, okay. Ethiopia, oh, that makes so, it that makes it know. better. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Makes a difference. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it now. Uh, um, anyway, um, wow. so yeah, USA for Africa. I do remember it. Um, and uh, yeah, go and listen. Mm, wow. We can't play it because we can't afford to play it. Probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> you know, because you have to pay to play people's songs on your podcast. And oh, I see you what know. you mean. Um, yeah. Do you know what? Uh, well, can I just tell you that we could, in fact, play it if really um, we? Yeah, we couldn't play the whole song, but we could play it. This is like what I learned. Like two seconds of it. We could. Yeah, <laughs> we could play a clip if we were then critiquing it. If we were using it for um, reasonable purposes, we could actually. Uh, put a little bit of it on oh maybe maybe we can play it look at us learning some things here on the show okay oh well, <laughs> I, I remember that oh oh the last the last announcement um uh serena williams retired i got to see her play her last yeah. u.s open she did yeah. not retire she did not well, retire she, said she was retiring i thought she was transitioning well, she's not out of tennis well she's not playing anymore there you go okay <laughs> yes, no more tutus I, or beads and all that kind of stuff on the court right i i, I saw her sort of um interview after the match that she lost mm-hmm. and yeah. um it was a good it was a good speech didn't it start with the person the interviewer saying something like did you did you expect that or something and she just she just gave her a look as if to say well no yeah those interviews are so weird sometimes (laughs) they're so cringy but you know what it was it was a pleasure watching her career and she's been doing this since 98 i'm pretty sure you know when i um noticed her but yeah it's a long long time so she's been doing Mm. great things so was was that good for her of your tennis career as well Oh, yes, my tennis career. Yeah, because I know everything about tennis. I have to go Google the, the rules every time I watch a tennis no, match. Oh, <laughs> really? It's too confusing. Well, I didn't really start. You know, I watch it because it's on TV because Dustin watches it. So I'm kind of a fair weather tennis fan. I see. I see. Sport yeah. is one of those things where when you know the rules, it seems so obvious. But then if you have to explain it, it was difficult. So I, I had to explain cricket to one of the uh, one of the kids uh, and they were like what and i was like yeah, your no, kids or yeah my kids, like, kids. okay <laughs> you know like that's a run that's a wicket that's a no ball that's a wide you do this and you know it's like yeah it is really confusing actually i don't know anything about cricket so i couldn't even i don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> well when you you know if you ever come over if you sail over um mm-hmm. we should yeah we should we should Go we, should, we should do that. Oh, and speaking of sailing, I know we got to get into the prime minister, but I'm going to divert. So we're the house goes on sale this week and we're going full time in the RV. And um, next week I will be a great at Great Sand Dunes National Park. So pull out your map if you just want to follow along for the next couple of years. <laughs> but we're going to be a Great Sand Dunes National Park. Uh, which is three hours south of us here in Colorado. So we're going to go sand surfing, which sounds kind of fun. Yeah. And I did find out that there is a group twice a year. They call it the ARC Rally. And these are groups of sailors that get together to cross the ocean uh, from Europe and United States. So maybe, maybe one day and it takes 45, no, it takes 20, 25 days to do it. We're 21, 21 days to do it. So I don't know. I might be able to see you soon one day. Do it. Do it. I'll come down (laughs) to Southampton or wherever it is that it ends up and I'll 
I'll wave at you. Obviously, you won't be allowed on the shore. Um, I know. Yeah, I got to figure out how to get into a country from a boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you won't be allowed to. We'll, we'll have to like work out where we can smuggle you in, like a cove somewhere. <laughs> We're gonna go all piratey. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do. Have, that's not a pirate thing, is it? A cove? That's like a. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, like a pirate's um, cove. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, well, a cove. We'll find a cove. We'll smuggle you in. Okay. Um, and just just say to the authorities. I mean, we'll come on to Liz Trust, but um, you know, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? So we might we might yeah. close down. I don't know. All right. Well, you know, we'll we'll see. So that's what's going on here. I'm pretty sure there's more crazy stuff going on. I have been packing and moving. So let's talk about your new future prime minister. And it seems like a lot of people aren't that pleased with this selection. <laughs> wow. and, um, and and before we get started, I have to tell people, so the way if I'm going to do it in my American version of explaining how she was able to become prime minister. So mm-hmm. there isn't an election. So when, when you do have an election, which you do every other month nowadays over there, <laughs> um, you, you elect the party. And the party elects the person who's going to run things, correct? Almost, almost. Okay. Uh, definitely, definitely good seven and a half out of ten there. Um, okay, and, I'm close. And, and, and definitely A for effort. So, so not quite. So the, <laughs> so the way that it works here is you, uh, the country split into constituencies. So mm-hmm. Districts, right? If you like, and you vote for a representative of that constituency, and then the winner of each constituency vote gets a seat in the House of Commons. Mm-hmm. And they count up all of the members of parliament for each party, and the party that has the biggest and preferably um, over half of the seats. Uh, the leader of that party, whoever that is, as long as they're an MP, gets to become prime minister. So the issue... Interesting. Yeah, so it's kind so, of like, who's the most popular kid in the room? And that group wins. Not the kid, but like whoever the group they're part of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. um, so you can have like a really good member of uh, parliament for your constituency but they may never ever get into power because they're from a party that um, just isn't isn't popular but they might do really well for your local local area okay. um it's debatable how much a, a a top member of parliament in a in a senior position can really do for a local area so so um okay. you know Boris Johnson's constituency of Uxbridge and Ryslip he you know, hardly would ever be in his constituency i guess um, but anyway, so yeah, so the so the person who is the leader of the biggest party gets to become prime minister, and that's the situation that we're in now. So um, the Conservative Party have the biggest number of members of Parliament in the House of Commons from the twenty nineteen okay. election. They have over eighty more than half um, of the seats there, so they've got a massive majority. They can get anything through they want. There's no risk of um, them being okay. voted down. And they decided the, it, um, their party rules say that uh, the leader can be challenged by their uh, MPs. And that's what happened to Boris Johnson. They stabbed him in the back and then they booted him out. And then not literally. 
Not literally. Yes, because that seems so very dramatic, um, UK television. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but he went to a party, which is very US television. Several, he went to a party, several, several. got in trouble, and he got outed. So ousted. So now yeah. they, you, they need a new person. So I got a question. What does MP stand for? Member of Parliament. Uh, okay. 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 Military so police? Boris, no. Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson out as leader, they decided he was too toxic. So what they, so he's still a, a member of Parliament. Um, and so what's been happening over the last oh. eight weeks? Yeah. He's so he doesn't lose his job. He doesn't no. lose his job. He just loses that position. So yes. now he just goes back to a regular, like um, the equivalent here, I guess, it's almost like the Congress or the House of Representatives. And then the, whoever has the most from a particular party, they get to run the the, the meetings or whatever kind of sure, sure. like Nancy yeah. Pelosi. And then yes. um, it's just that they're not the prime minister. So, so That's he doesn't yes. lose his job. He no. just goes back to just being a regular council person. Ooh, yes. His ego is not going to like that. No. Well, I mean, Ooh, rumor has wow. it that he will either want to mount a fight back or he will resign as an MP. So, wow. um, <laughs> so he goes back to what's called the back benches. Because if you remember, really? if you think, of, yeah, if you think of the House of Commons, the senior people are at the front across the dispatch box in this sort of adversarial, um, adversarial rather uh, sort of format that they have, and then the people who sit at the back and sleep, mm -hmm. um, they're like <laughs> uh, people like 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 former prime ministers. Anyway, right. So so for the last eight weeks, there's been a contest, and in the Conservative Party, the MPs. Um, decide by a series of votes which of the MPs they want to put forward to the rest of the Conservative Party across the country. And so uh, the last two are Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss. And over the last eight weeks have had hustings and all this kind of stuff. And uh, mm -hmm. the Conservative Party members, about 180,000 of them, have voted for who they would prefer as the leader. The result was announced today that Liz Truss... Uh, has been uh, elected as the leader of the Conservative Party. And so tomorrow, Boris Johnson will go up to Scotland, where the Queen is currently in residence on her summer holiday, um, where she stays every summer. So by summer, you know, we're talking like July to October or something. It's quite long. Um, she would normally, yes, would normally do it do at Buckingham that. Palace, but because of her frailty... They're not moving her. They're having to go to uh, up to Scotland. He'll go. He will resign as prime minister. Then okay. she will call for Liz Truss. Liz Truss will go up to Scotland and uh, be invited to become the prime minister by the Queen. And then she is officially prime minister. Okay. Okay. I, got, I have so many questions about this whole go process. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So, so Liz is going to finish out... Um, Boris Johnson's term how long will she be prime minister so the next election they're expecting in about 2024 if you remember from previous shows the prime minister gets to choose when the election is <laughs> um yeah um wait, wait okay hold on hold on so does it have to happen every like uh, so many years or can they say, you know what, I want to have an election next month. And there you go. So she could turn around at any time and go, we'll have an election now. 
and uh, as long as there's not five, it's not, it can't be, a term can't be longer than five years. So okay. the, the last day of the election can, uh, oh, hang on, I've got to get this right. The last day of the election is something January 2025. Because okay, so you can't go longer than five, mm -hmm. but you can call it earlier if you want to, but if you're yeah. smart, you never will. And Mm. Well, that de hang on, that 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 depends, right? No, if you're man. if you think you're going to win, you call oh, it because you then you've got you, another five years. Oh, so you extend? That sounds a little dangerous. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like, you know th this this government, this party has been in power for twelve years now. Okay, so um, okay, that's what I was going to ask that. So, but now they have been in party for a long time, in yeah. in office for a long time. And I mean, what would it take for them to get out? Like a massive Ooh. change in how people think, I guess. Yeah, well, do you know what you're asking the, the right questions? This is this is <laughs> this is great, Felicia. <laughs> um, the audience is going to be very happy at this. So, so the thing is, is that basically Johnson's gone because of the shit show that he caused. Mm -hmm. She's inheriting a massive turd of a situation really because we've got massive inflation cost of living crisis war uh, a few hundred you know 100 miles away or so uh, in ukraine pandemic um, pandemic uh, there's no there's no workforce here brexit um scotland wants to be independent uh, probably northern ireland wants to uh, join the republic you know this it, like there's there's a lot going on right but the cost of living crisis is the big one at the moment. Yep. And so some people have been saying, well, you know, that is the thing that is turning people against this government because they've not taken any action. They've had a, they've had a zombie government because Johnson's can't do anything because he is not really the PM. He can't make a big commitment. Yeah. Um, he could, he could, but like he won't. And so... Um, Everyone's in in a massive crisis about energy bills here because something called the uh, energy price gap has is being lifted. So we're paying fifty percent more um, now than we were paying in April. And in October, we're due to pay eighty three percent more again, and then another twenty two percent again in January. So it's really high. I've been seeing some people's um, electric bills, and that's um, it's kind of crazy over there. Yeah, well, people are kind of talking about um, rationing electricity or, or homes being asked to not use electricity between certain hours so businesses can use it or um, not using your cooker using a microwave uh, or an air fryer and, and things like this. So um, lots of lots of things going on there. And of course, there's lots of uh, poverty anyway. And this is going to send people over the edge. People will basically die. Anyway, so the thinking is that Basically, you know, she she could inherit this situation where if she doesn't do something about it or can't do something about it or what she tries fails, then uh, apart from the potential for civil unrest, um, that would be what would turn the <laughs> public against <laughs> her party. And the opposition parties kind of hope that that happens because they want to um, go, well, they're terrible and and and. and get us in it's to their advantage but um rumor has it she's going to come in and say 
we're going to freeze the energy bills. The government's going to come in, intervene, and say energy bills are going to be frozen. It's going to cost us billions of pounds, but yeah. we're going to do that. And of course, Everybody's going to pay for it. <laughs> someone's going to pay for it. Yes, but this is this is where we get into the whole gaslighting thing, because they will completely spin anything like that and say, "Aren't we great?" Of course. Look what look what we did. Even though they caused the situation in the first place. Yes, exactly. And that, Felicia, is why this podcast is a finalist in awards for that kind of analysis and you understanding that straight away. (laughs) Well, I I do have a solution for all of UK Um, (laughs) for for energy. Uh, We have been looking at, um, at solar generators and we just purchased one for the RV ah. and they do have solar generators. Um, mm. It's called EcoFlow. They should be a sponsor of our show, uh, EcoFlow. And they do have some that will power an entire house um, and you can bring in the solar. So if you ever need that solution, yeah, just send us a message. I'll, I'll send you the links to the company, but it's EcoFlow. We just purchased one and it's just a solar generator and they have some that will power your entire house, dishwasher, refrigerator wash washer dryer all that kind of stuff now so I'm, I'm i'm just looking i'm just looking it up because you're absolutely yeah. right they should totally sponsor uh this show yeah. because the solutions for ecoflow look like they're really cost effective oh they're, they're really cool i mean it's, it's pricey but you know <laughs> it's probably going to be cheaper than your power bills next year yeah exactly. Uh, so yeah we should we Let's should contact them, to them. Yeah, oh, considering should. I'm going to be using them, I'll, I'll give an update on how we're going to be RVing. You could, but, yes. Yes. And Okay, so the other question I have about Liz, does anyone feel like she's being set up for failure? Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, right, you can, you can go and look at um, some of the speeches that she's given. And she's not, she's not the best orator. I'm going to give her a bit of a break because not everyone needs to be able to stand up in the room and and speak. I mean, you would kind of hope your world leaders would be able to do that, but she's a bit... Um, she has she's no charm. A bit, she, no, she's quite... I think she's quite cold. She's a bit like a Thatcher light. Um, mm-hmm. But she, she's, a, she's a bit cold, and what she, how she speaks doesn't necessarily flow. This People have been a bit mean about it, to be fair, and they will point you to various... Uh, speeches where she's talked about how we import two thirds of our cheese and that's a disgrace, or we're opening port markets. I saw in that. China. Oh, well, I it's, saw it's that. embarrassing, isn't it? It's awkward. <laughs> it's kind of. I I couldn't listen very long. I was like, okay, and I am yeah. done. But yeah. there, I don't know what the social climate is like in the UK, but here there seems to be a very undercurrent of like straight up hate towards women. And I'm just wondering if this is, I mean, this is a big conspiracy theory. If it's like a setup to, uh, for her, you know, she's being set up for failure because she's taking on a lot. She's not the most eloquent leader that you'll have. And she doesn't have that political charm. And I have seen that she's going to kind of mess up relations between the United States and in the UK and things like that. I just wonder if this will be used against her to say like, oh, look at women not doing what they need to do, that type of thing. Yeah, I, I don't, I honestly don't get the sense that that's, um, that not that's yet. the case here. I mean, it could mm-hmm. be, um, and we've said before, what happens in the US eventually happens over here. So, so I wouldn't like to say definitely not, but I think, I think it's more that she's 
a careerist. She she's ambitious and she sees what a job that she wants and and she will work towards it. And you mm-hmm. know, I, I think that's quite admirable. I think where for me it falls down in, t- in terms of being specifically about her is that she doesn't seem to me to be completely genuine. Um, it feels to me like she plays to the audience mm. and the, the specific electorate at the time. So she's been for the last eight weeks talking to about 180,000 people and uh, doing what she needs to do to get elected. It will be interesting to see how she now speaks to the country and the electorate, uh, uh, you know, the wider electorate to see whether any election that um, is called um that, that she can resonate with people. But I think there's, there's two things really that are important here. One is, um, I don't think she's being set up on purpose because I think it's more the case that the people who are the members of the Conservative Party have now shifted enough to the right for hmm. it to really be a party less about business. Because my dad, my dad says, oh, they're the party of business. I would disagree really now. I think they're the party yeah. of the anti-immigration party they're Ooh. the um, they're the anti-Europe party, uh, they're the xenophobic party. You know, they they they've they've lurched to the right. What do they like? Um, they, they, they like, like money. They like money. Um, no, they like little, business. They like little. They like little England. Little England. Um, they like th- and they like nostalgia. They like how it how it was. Oh, um, make England great again. Yeah. So a good a good. Um, example of uh, contradiction really is they don't want to um, see uh, electricity prices and gas prices as as high as they are and they hate Putin right but uh, they won't they don't want to see uh, wind farms in England because it's unsightly so okay so they have no solution they just they uh, no, and they, they don't they know what they don't like but they can't say they can't say anything positive about what they what they would do. But anyway, so that that's okay. one bit. But okay. then the second the second thing, which I think is really important, is how this plays out in the in the near future. Because you mentioned about how um, you know she'll come in on this white horse and say you know we'll freeze prices and everyone will 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 like her. Well, of course that if that works, which it will, um, which which I think it will because most people can't see through some of this stuff and this is where where you know we're all being gaslit to hell um mm-hmm. is that of course that is the moment when she comes in and saves the day and says we're going to freeze energy prices that's when she'll call in an election i think because she i don't think it's tenable and it's never really been tenable for a prime minister to come in and elected by the electorate and by the party to then ride out the rest of the term even though that's our system They've mm-hmm. always had to try and get an elect uh, a mandate from the electorate. So I think she will do well, something big. She will then go to the people, and that's when I think the the risk for the opposition party, Labour, is that people fall for it, and yeah. they vote her back in. Well, I mean, it's a it's it's a very tricky position to be in because you all, I would assume, are not much different than us in any other country. You're going to be dealing with uh, recession and inflation. So she's gonna have to, she's gonna have to come out of the bag with some magic. Of course, freezing the energy bills will be will be a great thing to do, and that will help them, you know, call their election and get elected again. But I'm just wondering, do you all have another cherry on top that will seal the deal? Like, okay, I didn't like you, but 
you put more money back in my pocket type thing. Is there anything else you all are dealing with over there? I think the the Brexit thing is still like a bad smell that is hanging around mm-hmm. because, you know, I, everyone who knows me would, would know I'm I'm anti-Brexit. I would prefer to, to have stayed. Um, so I don't think it'd be a great surprise when I tell you what I think. But uh, I, I still cannot see any real benefit to Brexit having happened yet, even though... It's been, you know, official for for two years, and of course we voted for it six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still not seeing any benefit. If she can, uh, what she's saying is she's basically going to burn all the legislation that came from Europe, which is still part of um, the UK legislation. Because what they did was to stop some kind of like lawless society on day one of, <laughs> of Brexit. They just mm-hmm. transferred all the existing EU laws into UK law. So now they've they've not got that restriction they can do whatever they want with with the laws so if she does lots of um like burning of regulations uh, some people will will really like that um if she can make that look like it benefits people in some way then that will be that cherry on the top yeah but you got to get something for the kids too though cuz i think they need some younger people to attract right but the the kids don't vote though. That's the problem. Ah, the kids, okay. The, the kids don't the vote. Kids, then. The kids don't vote, and so uh, it's it's interesting really because COVID killed off a lot of the conservative electorate because mm. they're very old. Um, but but they, they you know really the opposition parties have their part to play in this mess because they aren't giving a convincing counter argument or counter mm-hmm. solution or or being any kind of giving any kind of like inspirational dream of how it could be as an alternative and until they do that there's there's no argument to to really be had and yeah. if they could inspire young people to what the vision is then they get people out to vote but um until they do that i'm really worried that we won't see the back of this government for quite some time interesting so there's a lot going on but i i when do you think they would try to call an election should we put some money on it? I can't. I have a see. bag full of um uh, of pounds. Should I from traveling over there? Should I send you my money? Well, um, I'm I'm not sure because the pounds kind of. I need to see what it's been doing today, but it's been falling and falling and falling. So, okay. um, you know, me coming to Boston in uh, next month, it's getting very expensive. <laughs> should Should I send you some U.S. dollars? Have an account send for you when you get here. <laughs> Have a have a package waiting. Um, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, what's gonna what's gonna happen? I don't I don't think I don't think she's gonna call one straight away. Okay. I that's that's just a feeling because I think there's she's got a lot to organise. She's got to organise yeah. a cabinet. We've got the thing with with Ukraine. I think. Then the holidays are coming, so maybe the holidays sometime are, next year. Yeah. And okay. and voting's really bad in this country if it's ever in the winter because it's cold. People don't want to leave their house, so they've always <laughs> tried to go for sort of spring, early summer elections. Okay, um, so okay, I reckon next spring perhaps. Okay, so that I could see something around March. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I think it's more likely something like May would be May June okay. is where they try and kind of put these these things. So I think there've been ones in April. I mean there've been ones all over the, the place in the past, but I think um if 
if she can get a good run at it, then uh, get the winter over and done with. And once it starts to warm up, people will have forgotten about how hard it is in winter, how cold yeah. it was. Uh, and 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 maybe um, people can feel a bit optimistic. And and if and if COVID didn't have a massive resurgence this coming winter um, to also be an issue, then then she'll suffer some positive outcomes from that as well. I think. Okay. Well. I guess we will wait and see what happens, but congratulations on your new prime minister. Yeah. Thanks very much. It's, uh, it's, it's just, it's just nice. one question I had for you really, uh-huh. um, which is, you know, just that international perspective. We know who she is. Does anybody else know who no. she is? No, I don't think so. Nobody's really, she's not trending over here. No one's saying anything unless you really, really follow politics. Um, I see, inf- I see stuff about her cause I, um, I subscribe to financial times. So I read the articles about her and I follow you and, um, Charlie. So I see, um, the things that you guys repost, mm-hmm. uh, but no, I don't think most people are paying attention. Yeah. Well, I think mm-hmm. that will be, that will be the way, um, yeah. she's quite hawkish. So Boris is more already- fun though. So that everybody knew Boris. Boris. Yes, I I think. Do you know what's funny? I think we will look back on Boris uh, with I think with some affection in the end, and I don't of mean course. that to uh, yeah, just for the entertainment factor. I think people forget the the difficult stuff. They'll forget about Partygate and the, the death and all that kind of stuff. And just history. History is very interesting when it comes to world leaders because a lot of people really like George Bush. All of a sudden, it's like he was yeah. not that fun but folks are like oh george bush but that lets you know like he was as as much as people didn't like him he was better than what we got last time yeah yeah so Mm. i don't know so we'll see it'll be an interesting week this week uh with the the shenanigans around organizing her cabinet who's going to be in her cabinet the Ah. the contenders are diabolical you should get um, in it you should do it do you think yeah, why not? Couldn't do any worse than what they're doing, right? That is true. That and you have a podcast, true. and uh, yeah. but yeah, so it, it'll it'll be it'll be interesting. And so yeah, thank you for breaking this down. And we didn't go into one other thing, and we could talk about that next time. Under trying to explain what the House of Commons and the House of Lords are, oh, and yes, I think to an American that. audience, it is exactly the way it sounds. Okay. Well, it probably is, but actually, no. We could we could do that because you can then explain the difference between the Senate and Congress as well. Yes, so we'll do that. Let's let's do a comparison. All right. Well, um, I'm glad you found that helpful. Um, thank you helpful. for your very intelligent questions. Oh, thank you. I'll be sure to send you some money to help you out over there. <laughs> All right. I know. Look forward to it. See you soon. All right. <laughs> yeah. Part of the Like Mind Media Network.